millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. Now, we are on the cusp of a new Star Wars film, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, this week. So, I've been sitting on this for about a month, but listener Darren Luchner, who's been a a great listener of my podcast over the years, uh, very supportive, very interactive, Um, He's made it on stage several times on I Love Green Guide Letters and uh, always at the live shows in Melbourne and I really appreciate him as a listener. What he did was go back and at the end of the pre-Force Awakens podcast, I'd always ask the guest what you hope to get out. What are your hopes and dreams for The Force Awakens? Now, he has gone back and captured a lot of those moments from several of our past guests. Uh, We've got comedian Luca Mueller. We've got Star Wars artist Hugh Fleming and my comedian friend Jamie McCartney. Michael Shanks, who created the amazing George Lucas special edition Force Awakens teaser, Uh, the guys from the Star Wars Minute, Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer. I'm actually on Star Wars Minute this week. It is thrilling. We are doing Attack of the Clones Minute, and uh, I'm doing five minutes. Make sure you go over there and give it a listen. We've got my good friend, comedian Trav Nash uh, from Star Walking, the Australian Star Wars Appreciation Society of Australia. We've got Shane Morrissey and Darren Maxwell. We've got comedian Luke McGregor. We've got Cockbag. Uh, We've got Xavier Michelides and Jimmy James Eaton. Uh, We've got Leighton James Dyer from skateboarding site Muckmouth. Film critic, comic and screenwriter Clem Bastow. uh, Comedian Jack Drews. Anomaly Ash Williams. uh, Chris Kaczynski, who uh, was a co-founder of Tinder. Darren Hayes from Savage Garden. From The Weekly Planet, we've got Nick Mason. David W. Spencer from the podcast Thank You Internet. From Silverchair, we've got Ben Gillies and Tracy Gardner from Rebel Girl. And then uh, Lee Sales from, if you are in Australia, the 7.30 report on the ABC. One of Australia's most respected political journalists. So, uh, big time. As we look forward to Rogue One, a Star Wars story... And we've got hopes and dreams for that. Things we want to see happen. Things we don't want to see happen. Let's look back and take in what we were hoping for and what we were wishing for with The Force Awakens. 
a young buck of the Melbourne comedy scene. Welcome, Luca Muller. What do you hope to to see in episode? What do you what do you what are you hoping for? I kind of hope that, and I'm pretty sure this will happen. That like Leia, Han, and Luke will pretty much be dealt with by the end of the first film. Which like you know I don't love that, but they are also aging. And it'd be pretty sweet to get a new set of characters and shit. Comedian, great friend of mine, uh, Jamie McCarney. How are you going, mate? I'm really well. I'm quite well. And you've brought along... Some treasure. Some treasure. A uh, He has done work for Dark Horses, Star Wars and Indiana Jones comics, and the Star Wars insider, Hugh Fleming. Yeah, I can't wait to see the guys behind the like see Han and Chewie on the Falcon in the Falcon again. Yeah, I'll I'll lose my shit. Familiar, but totally new again. I want if I if I could have the film the way you know I really hope it is. It would be that Chewie's there and Han's there and they're all doing this stuff, but it's totally new again. You know, there's the new adventures, twists that we didn't expect. Uh, surprises, uh, you know, it just that I want, I want to experience that again. Mm. Just sit there and be like, "Whoa, wow, really? He's that?" And this, oh, I didn't know. Well, that would be good if there are some nice twists and reversals, and it's not just a. They're not just going to reheat a lot of old elements, and you know, I, I think JJ Abrams has a tendency to. If you look at movies like Super Eight, he's sort of he likes to pay homage to you know, old ideas and, and, and styles and his Super 8 was his homage to, to Spielberg yeah, and yeah. early 80s Amblin films. Um, and I, I wouldn't want this to be too much like, well, here's a thing just like this thing you got in Star. Here's a rehash of this idea and we've got to, you've got to have this and you've got to have this person say that. I hope they don't fall back on just, you know, callbacks. That's something I find a bit tight. <laughs> He made the George Lucas special edition of the Force Awakens trailer. Please welcome Michael Shanks. What what do you hope to see in episode seven? What do I hope to see? What I hope to see in episode seven is much more Mark Hamill than Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford. I don't know if that's going to happen. I know. I'm 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 sure it won't, and I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> I just want to see Mark Hamill turn on a lightsaber. Oh, that'll be great. <laughs> and do something. Because either way, I think I'd love to see Mark Hamill be Obi-Wan and be the kind of like fatherly, wizard, wizardly sort of character or perhaps having turned to the dark side, which is a possibility. Like, I think, you know, through all his voice workers for Joker, I think he's proved that he can sort of play that range. I'd love to see Dark Broken Link, uh, Link, sorry, I'm thinking of Zelda now, Dark Broken Luke or sort of, Adopted Obi-Wan Luke. I think both of them would be great. We have got from one of my very favourite Star Wars podcasts, the Star Wars Minute, Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer. Welcome, you guys. So, what what, what are your hopes for, uh, like, episode seven? You know, so I'm not getting... Too hyped up about it, um, you know. I, I doubt I'll be. I doubt I'll show up to the premiere wearing a uh, you know a ball droid uh, t-shirt or anything <laughs> like that. But uh, I'm definitely going to see it, and I'm I'm, I'm I'm intrigued. I think there's hope for it. 
I'm 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 looking forward to seeing it. I think it could have some fun stuff, but I also have not. I don't feel emotionally invested in it. Like if it comes out and it sucks, I won't really get angry. I'll be like, well, a sucky Star Wars movie is like almost as much fun as a good Star Wars movie. Welcome to the show, Travis Nash. Yeah, I'm interested to see what worlds we get to see. Like, like if they come up with like a new world, like a type of world that we can visit in uh, one of the new films. Because it is weird that, you know, a lot of the... Fi- like, Hoth is... Like, we've got snow. But, like, it's snow planet. Yeah. Like, and then, like, Coruscant, it's the city planet. Prequels, the water planet. Yeah. But uh, I'd be I'd be interested to see um, maybe even you know people might shriek, but like an like an Avatar style floating shit everywhere type of planet that'd be yeah, cool. Man, like just off the top of my head, have an upside down world. Have a world where like the the, the trees and that grow from the outer atmosphere and then they grow down to the planet, showing you something you never seen before. Yeah, I mean I guess he's, there's always that he has to go in between. Um, what the fans want to see and what he wants to put in. Welcome, the founders of Starwalking, which is the Australian Star Wars Appreciation Society, Darren Maxwell and Shane Morrissey. All right, you guys, what what do you want out of Episode Seven? What what will if it captures? The imagination and the excitement, like a Star Wars movie promises, mm-hmm. I'll be happy. All right, I know in the documentary, one of the things you mentioned that that you, you thought the San, the Phantom Menace didn't have like a soul. That's right. Yep. Like, how can it didn't connect with the movie going public, especially with the fan base, because there was a disappointment and there was anger and and people just like, oh yeah, whatever. Um, there was all that. See, you know, with a Star Wars movie, you're hungry for more. And, um, you know, it should move you. You should get involved with the movie. It should connect with you. And it should have soul and heart. And, you know, you, you care about this stuff. And I think with the new movies, if it, if it can do that, it's a winner. So that's what I hope. What about you, Darren? And you hope. I actually, <laughs> this movie is the new hope. Yeah, this, they it, should. Yeah. it is. It is in one sense. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't know. I really do not know. One thing I don't want it to be is bad. I really hope <laughs> not the, bad like the, the Phantom Menace for, for the future of the franchise and for the sanity of the fans. Uh, I'm not really fussed as to what it's about, but so long as we walk out at the end of it and go, yeah, it was all worth it. The, the build-up, the lead-up, the selling of, you know, over to Disney, etc., etc., and where even the harshest critics can say, well, we eat our words, it was great, so long as that can happen. Now, I'm sure someone somewhere... That's like a miracle. Mm. Probably it is, but mm. if the bulk of the fan base says that was great, bring on episode eight and nine, then that's the most important thing. But, uh, yeah, that's what I can think of. <laughs> Yeah, 
He is one of the rising stars of Australian comedy. He's my very good friend, and I'm so glad to have him here. Please welcome Luke McGregor. So, from from what you know about The Force Awakens, are you thinking it's going to be a great film? Oh, uh, yeah. I think um, oh, I think Josh Abrams is going to. It's interesting. He 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 came out as saying he wasn't a fan of Star Trek, but he is a massive fan of Star Wars. So I wonder if he'll have the same. Like, I wonder if... Because what worked with Star Trek was it was a sort of a new voice coming in and saying, this is how I think... Because uh, this is how I think it can work for all audiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious to see as someone who is a fan of Star Wars what he does with that, with the property that he is a fan of that he sort of has a reverence to, you know, and he feels a risk about it. I don't know. I think I think he's a person to do it, but um, I'm, I'm curious. I, I trust him. I think he's done enough amazing stuff. I mean, he... There's so much. There's so much good story to draw on that hasn't been used in the cinematic universe yet. That I feel like it's going to be okay. Like he can't. Um, I, I do think the the um, the design of the lightsaber was a little weird uh, because that that design, you know, in oh, I guess not. Like it, because a, a a lightsaber blocks a lightsaber. They don't go through each other. So that design would protect your hand. So that design makes sense. Like it's a. It's more of a medieval type take on it, um, so that that handguard design works. But um, I don't know. I, 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 I I'm excited. I'm, I, I, I think he's going to do something good, and he's going to have. The, I, and it, the, I think they're giving him a fair bit of freedom. Like they're not. It's not going to be like committee doing it. They mm. said you can do it how you like. So I'm, I'm hoping that'll that'll be that'll make it good. <laughs> Two very esteemed Australian actors, Morris Cock thank you. and Belvedere Bag. Huzzah, thank you, Steel. What What are you hoping from the new films? Well, um, I'm as, 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 uh, yes, I'm hoping to get a call at some stage from JJ. I mean, I have been uh, sending him flowers and chocolates for quite a while, so that's that's really what I'm hoping. You've been sending them to him. Why have I been receiving them? Oh, <laughs> I don't have a vase. I may have the wrong address. Oh. And let's welcome our guests. Uh, they are great friends of mine, huge Star Wars fans, and hilarious comedians. Please welcome Xavier McAleedies and Jimmy James Eaton. <laughs> but uh, I would like, I would like to, I always thought it'd be great to see. You ever like one night you're watching TV and like uh, a film comes in like SBS, it's like five minutes in, and you just start watching it and it sucks you and you go, "This is an amazing film," and I didn't even realize it, and you end up watching it till three in the morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. That would be great to watch a Star Wars film. It just you didn't even realize you just started watching it and they're like oh my god this was a, that's how I'd like to see it one time no build up nothing I accidentally I missed the first five minutes I accidentally watch it that's wow. what I want that's what I want it to be like so you're going to purposely rock up late to the new Star Wars turn up film. late I'm going to annoy everyone by everyone up, like, walking shut past the, the fuck screen. up we're well, trying to read the my writing so what happened <laughs> what happened can, the we, first five minutes? can we rewind it yeah just put the words down again I just want to know what happened <laughs> that's Xavier in a cinema um, <laughs> do that weird voice yeah. oh, only when it's dark I just got here how how far away is the galaxy in this one? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite close. He's changed it. He's done an edit. It's just next door to the Milky Way. But, you know, I've, we've done, you know, this for a little over half a year. And every episode we always ask for people's, what they hope for episode seven. And mm-hmm. this is the first time anyone said, I, I hope I get there five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I really, I think, you know, it's like you were saying when you saw Return of the Journey, you haven't seen the first two. You didn't know the story, didn't know it. And it was almost... 
better in a weird way because yeah, it, was, it, it was had so much depth to it. It had yeah. so much thing. So because I hate films that spends the whole time just setting up, setting up. Hi, I'm such and such. I work here. I hope I don't lose these things. Yeah, me too. Like just all this setup. No, no, just throw it right in. Well, we'll catch up. Yeah, we'll I, work it out. I hated the Matrix as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to good actors again. Because the f- the first three were pretty shitty oh, actors. I'm gonna but with Han Solo back. Uh, with Han Solo, that's his real name. No, no, no. Our guest today is a new friend of mine. He's an internet friend who we've just met in real life. He is from New Zealand. He does the very popular skateboarding website MuckMouth.com. Is it? .com, yep. .com. Uh, welcome, Leighton James Dyer. So, from the spoilers that you've heard, and, and we won't talk about the actual spoilers, but do they get you excited? Do you go, oh, this is going to be awesome. I can't wait to see this. That's the weird bit. That's the weird bit. I mean, I, I again, my faith, my, my weirdly non-faith faith, because I don't understand the word faith, it's, it has, because of J.J. Abrams only and because of what Kevin Smith said, I've got this. I've got this excitement and you know and I really love the teaser I was, I was the same as you I was there refreshing 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 just until it happened and I loved it and I'm you know and I downloaded it I made my own little things and bits and bobs you know I loved it but you know to be honest the spoilers I've read I wasn't that blown away and I was like but again I'm hoping my I'm hoping my uh, my theory of it's just all out of bollocks yeah is is, is um Reinforced by, I'm sure, in May. And now, today's guest is interesting. She's a, a comedian and someone I've only, pro- I think, met once. Yeah. But she hit me up on the Facebook and said, I'm down for Star Wars. So I said, come chat. Welcome, Clementine Bastow. How are Thank you? Thank you. I'm very good. Um, let's talk Ep Seven, Clem. Uh, how are you going into this? Pretty excited. I feel like it's 1999 again. I, I, I don't think I have had this sense of anticipation about a film since the original, since the new trilogy. And there have been films I've been excited about. You know, I remember being excited about the end of Harry Potter, despite not being again much of a Harry Potter uh, fan. But not like this. It's a it's a really different. I hate to say it, but it feels pure. Like it it's a really different kind of fan response, and it's it's quite rare for me to be able to get out of because the bulk of my work is entertainment. Well, entertainment journalism slash cultural commentary. So to be able to watch those trailers and think about that film and not be in work mode, thinking mm. about how I can turn it into content, is pretty special. Welcome to Steel Wars, a good friend of mine, comedian and Star Wars fan, Jack yeah, Drews. How you doing? What's your anticipation level for Ep Seven? Um, I'm I'm really excited, and I don't want to do uh, that thing that I think a lot of people have done, where they like they get they feel like. 
I hope I'm not one of these people. I, don't, I, I bet don't, you I am. Well, I, I'm, I don't know. I'll say what it is and you tell me. But like you... You bastard. Y- but you, there's people who let their experience of what they love be diminished by a newer version of it. You know what I mean? Like you Ooh. say... Like a lot of people act like they... Like this is that whole documentary that's like... What is it? People versus George Lucas. Yep. Like George Lucas killed my childhood or something oh, like the, that. The, the film's... Yeah, the the people versus George Lucas. Okay, and yeah, and there's a quote in it that I remember where it's like George Lucas destroyed my childhood. Mm. It's like, no, George Lucas made a movie that you loved, and then he made another movie that you didn't love as much, and you can't separate the two. Like, so I don't want to be one of those people where if if this one isn't what I want it to be, where it, I feel like I'm not going to let that diminish Star Wars for me. <laughs> And today I have done just that as I welcome my very good friend and comedian and fringe television personality, Ash Williams. What would you like to see in the new film? I showed you the trailer before. What, what, okay, so, so first what, thing what do is... You want, what do you want answered in the new film? Okay, I want to see a stormtrooper's face. I want to see a human, human face. Mm-hmm. doesn't even actually need to be human. I want to know what's inside the stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Um, is Darth Vader still around? Nah, mate. Yeah. Well, that's bummer. <laughs> Fuck, they're gonna miss him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he will be missed. Jesus. Well, who's? Who's now the, the the evil one? Um, there's a guy called Kylo Ren. Yeah, so Kylo. I just want a good performance from Kylo. He's um Adam Driver from Girls. What a fucking role! Mm. Don't we'll, know. We'll see. Don't know how that will go. I hope it goes good. No, it'll go alright. I just mm, they're gonna have to make it, it's gonna have to offset. That Adam Driver character, because you kind of just see him as that character from Girls. You just do. You know those t- types of actors? There will be a good storyline, I think. And you want it to look good? Hmm. Good we special want, effects? We want to know what's inside the Stormtrooper. Inside the Stormtrooper, maybe some love. And you'd need that good versus bad, bigger and better than ever. Vader versus Shark. Vader versus Shark. But you, I don't think you're going to beat Vader. You're just not. So, so just go in there, have fun, and let's just enjoy the film. Um, you know? Ah, oh, with Christopher Galzinski. Yeah. All right, what's one thing you want to see in Force Awakens? One thing I want to see... Uh, oh, man, I want to see so many things. I want to see some Luke... I want to see Luke just down with the Force. Like, he has been chilling with the Force for 30 years, right? It's going to be pretty badass by now. And it's just woken up. It is, right? It's amped up. He has got Force steroids. The Force has woken up. It's <sighs> it's up in time to get some McMuffins. Right? What's up with his hand? Why isn't it all fleshy? Why is it like a mechanical thing now? Is he like put aside his like, I don't care what I look like kind of thing? They say he looks like a weird hobbit and he's a little crazed. <laughs> I want to see him on the edge of insanity, brimming with force power. Yeah. Yeah. 
like oozing out of him and he's doing all he can to contain it. Ooh. Yeah. I had a, uh, a crazy theory that I'm not putting much stock in it, but I like it. It's a good twist (laughs) that the hand padding R2 Uh is Leia, who's been in some white saber. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Fights herself after learning how to wield a lightsaber. Oh. And it was her padding R2. Really? Mm. That's interesting. I never even considered. It's just like I'm not... I, it's just it's just a fun twist. A fun twist. I feel like I'd almost want to see a Leia that's like dismissed the Force. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, it served a purpose back then. I don't have time for that kind of stuff. Like, I've got a galaxy to run. Like, she's all business. You know what I mean? Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is almost here. And so is the Mendo Tribute T-shirt. You might call him Director Krennic. Others might call him Ben Mendelsohn. But here on the Steel Wars podcast, it's Mendo. And we have got an awesome vintage Kenner throwback design featuring Mendo's sweet cape and immeasurable power. All on a sweet design, screen printed, not digital printed, on the highest quality, ring spun, tube cut, all style apparel, triple A t-shirt. If you're listening to this on your phone, there's a link in the show notes of this very podcast. In your podcast catcher, you can click and we'll take you to the store so you can grab one now. They're a limited edition and super fun. You are going to turn heads at Rogue One and fan events for years to come. It's all available in the merch store at steelwars.com. And while you're there, why not pick up a sweet Your Snoke Theory Sucks sticker or t-shirt? Let's go, Mendo! Welcome to Steel Wars, Darren Hayes. Been, but what do you what do you want to see in the like? What's your hope? What's your story? Just story. Um, an arc. I, listen, here's the thing, uh, and and I go back to George Lucas. I think it was an impossible task to to make anyone happy. So thank you, George, for trying with the prequels. I think it's an impossible task to ever um, not be compared to the canon of Star Wars. Something wonderful has happened where maybe the palette has been reset or the, the Etch-A-Sketch has been shaken up again um, because I would like to think even myself as a Star Wars fan, we're all a little bit more understanding about how hard it is to live up to these expectations. But I would love to see a true original story. I want to care about characters. I just want to see people change. That's it. You know, I want to see... I want to be moved emotionally. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I don't care about... Star Wars for me has never been about science fiction. It's an adventure. It's a fantasy. It's about 
dreams and hopes and wishes. Um, I would like to think that in the new trilogy, this isn't a tr- it isn't a tragedy per se. The prequel was by default the story of the falling of Darth Vader. Not the happiest story. Mm. Poe, um, Dameron, he's my jam. He's cool, man. He's my new Han Solo meets Luke Skywalker. I mean, come on. He's in a, he says wahoo. Doesn't he say wahoo? He does say wahoo. He's in an X-Wing, but it's not an X-Wing. What is it? It's a resistance fighter. I don't care what it's called. I love the new lightsaber. I'm Kylo Ren's saber. Welcome, my buddy, Nick Mason. What are your hopes for the new film? Yeah, And how important is the new film to you? <sighs> I think it is important. Uh, it, you know, it is important, yeah. I think the original trilogy was an important part of my childhood. Oh, let's rate it in. Yeah. Okay, so we've got films coming up. Yep. You've got Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. That's number one. Really? Yep. Uh, because I, I feel that we've never seen that before on the big screen. So Star Wars is going to be good. It, uh, it, um, Batman vs. Superman and I think Captain America Civil War is they're coming out sort of very you know almost the same week I think and as a big Marvel guy I'm still Batman vs. Superman is still going to be still going to be top because we've never seen that and we are with a podcaster from Thank You Internet. Thank You Internet. With Welcome to the podcast, David Spencer. Thank you so much for having me. Um, what do you hope? What do you what hope? If, out of these movies? Out of, out of uh, The Force Awakens. What do you want out of this film? <sighs> the return of Dexter Jetster? No, because you, you don't want to keep, you know, doing fan servicey characters all the time. Like, I'm still a little iffy about Akbar and Nine Numb. I'm like, I don't know how they're going to work in. I'm excited. I'm, I'm mostly excited, but I'm still a little wary. Most excited about the fact that they're bringing three different directors in. Not only because I love the idea of three different voices directing each one, but I also think that J.J. Abrams' biggest problem is setting things up and not being able to pay them off properly. And I think, oh, you just have him do the setup because he's great at setups and you have somebody else pay it off and that'll be great. Please welcome, he's appearing at the moment on The Real Housewives of Melbourne, but I'm sure most of you would know him from Hidden the Skins. At the back of Silverchair, Ben Gillies, welcome. Oh, thank you. The, um, so, what do you hope to get out of the film? What, what, what do you want to come out of? You, you've you've gone in yeah. to this late session. You've ignored yes. ignored the internet for twenty four hours. Yes. You're walking out. It's probably two in the morning. Yep. What do you want to be feeling? Um, I, I reckon the the new whatever the whatever the new divide is. That's what I'm kind of looking forward to seeing where where that ends up, where the where the good and the evil end up, and uh, and and where that's come from, you know, where the uh, you know, and where I guess where the Je- where the Jedi like how that's kind of uh, how that's kind of reborn, you know, how that's kind of you know if the, if there's a whole like. Um, new surge of like jedis that you know start training or something i don't know and then whatever the whatever the kind of empire is how whatever that has become Mm. um because i guess it felt like at the end of um 
the last film, The Return of the Jedi, it kind of felt like that, like the whole empire, like in my mind, the whole empire had fallen apart, you know, good kind of one and, and, and that was it. Our guest, who is now the host of Rebel Girl podcast, Tracy Gardner. I'm I'm a little scared, I'll be honest, because um, we're getting a lot of TV spots and some of them, I feel like the, the lines out of context feel very overacted. I'll be I have my 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 uh, fears about The Force Awakens, particularly Finn. I can be I can be open about the fact that I'm a little scared of Finn's character. There's something about John. I've never seen John Boyega in anything else. And there's something about his delivery that reads as overwrought sometimes to me. Welcome to the podcast, Lee Sales. What would be the one thing you hope to to see or hear or feel in The Force Awakens? Oh, look, probably actually what I felt in the promo already, which was that connection to the emotional connection to the original films. Um, and so they already pushed that button for me, actually. So maybe I shouldn't see the film. Maybe I've got everything out of it already. Like there's going to be way more films, but it'll be never like this one. Yeah, that's so true. And um, actually, yeah, the anticipation, I'm sure you're probably right. It might be, that might be better than the actual experience, as is often the case in life. Well, thank you, Darren Lochner, for that very... I, I had a great time going down memory lane. I, I, I rarely get... I, I, I could whenever I wanted to, but I rarely do re-listen back part to episodes after I've um, got them online, once they're sort of been prepared for podcasting I I don't want to listen to me ever again but that was that was really 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 fun so thank you Darren um, we have got another um, audience listener prepared a bunch of episodes that I'm gonna put up the final week of December some some really special stuff that um, Eric and a few people on the Steel Wars Safe Haven prepared talking about their favourite Steel Wars moments. So it's cool to have some listener-created Steel Wars content, mainly because then I get to listen to it and enjoy it, and it's it's like a new episode. I feel like a, a very, 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 very poor man's George Lucas complaining how he'd never got to watch a Star Wars movie for the first time. That is very, very poor man's version. Very, very, very. That that metaphor might be way out of line, guys. So sorry if I offended anyone with that. But yeah, I hope you found that an interesting walk down memory lane. I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was super, super fun. Fun. Uh, I there was a few things. Hugh Fleming <laughs> saying that he didn't want just to see reheated things and rehashes of old ideas. Oh, um, 
Yeah, I, he's going to be doing the reaction podcast for the Rogue One. So I look forward to maybe bringing that up. I, I loved in the Michael Shanks one that I was still going on a bit about Ignite the Green. So on brand. A very interesting uh, clip was Darren Maxwell from Star Walking saying that he hopes the bulk of the fan base walks out of episode seven saying, bring on episode eight. And if you guys have listened to the Rogue One uh, live reaction podcast, Darren, probably out of all the people that got up that night, disliked the film the most or had the most issue with it. So I wonder if he's selfless enough to say, well, most people loved it, but I didn't. So it's great. I'm going to ask him that next time I see him, which is tomorrow night at Rogue One. A little bit embarrassing that on my episode with Chris Glazinski, I gave that Leia theory. I was I was trying to look outside the box and say that Leia was a hardened Jedi with a robot hand. Um, I was wrong, but an interesting theory. And I, I never I never sold that theory as fact. I was just throwing it out there that it was it was a possibility. It would have been an interesting twist. A for uh, another Elseworld of uh, Star Wars. Uh, I laughed when Nick Mason from the Weekly Planet <laughs> had was more excited about Batman versus Superman. Um, I shouldn't laugh at, at someone's disappointment, but I know that film haunts him as it does most everyone. So, uh, sorry, Meso. It turns out Batman versus Superman wasn't even just a film. Wasn't even. But The Force Awakens was more than just a film. It was a really special event for um, fans around the world to get together and enjoy Star Wars. And I will hold the... uh, the, the, the premiere event we had in a very special place in my heart for the rest of my life. I was very, so happy. I was so happy to, in a way, bring all these people together, have a great time, and enjoy Star Wars and each other. So, it's really cool. I'm so excited for tomorrow night. Now, you may have noticed that not all these episodes are up on full on the free feed. However, they are on the supporter page, the Steel Wars supporter page. It is like our Patreon. And if you've got $3 Australian, which is $2.25 American when I checked today, a month you get full access to our back catalogue and get a slew of bonus features like extended call-in shows, uh, listener Q&As where you get to ask questions, and a new... We've There's a ton of bonus things, but we've just started this new show that I'm very excited about. We're going to be doing it um, every week or so, and it is with my great friend Jason Ward from Making Star Wars. It is called Making Steel Wars, and it's us chatting Star Wars each show. And 
the first episode we just recorded, I'm just about to put it up on the supporter feed, and we talk about the year in Rogue One news. Uh, we talk about the way that people react to the news, and where we we review the Bresnikan interview, a few things he said, and, and Jason talks about his relationship with Lucasfilm. It is... I think if you like this podcast, you'll find it a fascinating chat. And there is no spoilers in it for Rogue One. I wanted to get the first episode done before either of us had seen it. And then on the next episode, we can talk all about it. And um, some things that... uh, How things were reported along the way. So I'm very excited for the supporters to check that out. You can sign up through Bandcamp. You get ad-free. All the episodes are ad-free. You get a secret VIP RSS feed. So it all goes straight to your phone and uh, you help support the normal podcast. So if that is of interest, obviously, as you've heard, we've got just literally hundreds or literally a hundred plus of these interviews, plus the call-in shows, um, plus the blog pods. They're all there on the supporter page. And um, it's cool. But I think people enjoy flicking a couple bucks to the content they enjoy each month, each week, every couple of days sometimes. On the supporter page, it's all the time. And through... December, I have challenged myself for the supporters to post up 31 pieces of new audio content. So, it's going to be close, but I'm going to get there. We're going to get there. So, uh, if you want to see how that goes, sign up for the Steel Supporter page. Uh, We have got the Mendo t-shirts. We have got the Your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirts and uh, they're up on the band camp as well. Oh, as well, when you sign up as a supporter, you get 15% off merch. So uh, if you buy a t-shirt, you're better off signing up for supporter first. Then you get, you pay $3, but then I think you get like $3.50 off because of the 15% or something like that. But anyway, it works out cheaper. Um, so a sweet little scam, eh? A sweet little scam for you kids out there on the internet. Who on the internet doesn't love scams? I don't know where that character came from, but it makes for a sweet plug. I really hope you enjoyed our trip down memory lane. Again, huge fan to listener Darren Lutchner for making it all happen on his own bat. Did a great job. Good editing skills. Um, please join us if you are a, uh, a fan of the podcast and you want to chat with normal Star Wars fans that aren't you know, some people get a bit edgy, a bit too touchy, but not in the Steel Wars listener safe haven on Facebook. Um, there is a few people waiting to be accepted, but I'm not accepting new people until after Rogue One in case someone in that group is a spoiling troll because there is a bit of that at the moment. People just wanting to... like actually setting out to ruin the film for people. It's very, very sad. Me and Jason talk about that for a little bit on uh, our new exclusive show, Double Sizzle. So, uh, yeah, sign up on... You don't even sign up for the supporter group. You just press add and um, you're in. Great. So do that and you can chat with me. You can 
chat with Darren Lutchner. You can chat with all the great listeners and um, people around the podcast. It, it's super fun. Jason's on there. And um, yeah, Hugh Fleming. Just a great pack of people. It's really, really fun. And straight after Rogue One, I will accept all the new people. And we can chat. So be one of those people. I so hope you enjoy Rogue One. Enjoy just how amazing it is that we get a new Star Wars film two years in a row. And it's going to be five years. It's going to be infinitely years in a row. But this is the second year. Don't forget. Don't forget how cool this is that we get to do this every year. Enjoy it. May that force be with you. American listeners, if you're buying extra Rogue One tickets, and I know you are, Adam Tickets and MakingStarWars.net have teamed up to raise donations for the Starlight Children's Foundation. Here's the deal, it costs you nothing extra, but if you use the link on Making Star Wars, Adam Tickets will donate $1 for every ticket you buy, and if you use the code MAKINGSTARWARS, you'll get a $5 gift that will go to your purchase. That is win, win, win. All the details are pinned to the top of makingstarwars.net or for easy access, just type into your browser steelwars.com forward slash Starlight Foundation. Enjoy Rogue One and help children in need. That's positive fandom. Again, for the link, steelwars.com forward slash Starlight Foundation. Australia, Steel Wars is hitting the road with some live podcasts hot on the heels of the release of Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. The big one, if you're in Melbourne, you have to be there on the 14th of December at Nox Ozone in conjunction with Star Walking Inc., the Star Wars Appreciation Society of Australia. We are holding the Rogue One Midnight Premiere and Post Premiere podcast reaction join us at midnight 800 screaming amped up star wars fans to take in rogue one a star wars story and then directly after we will go into seamus o'toole's the irish pub next door for a star-studded reaction podcast featuring some of australia's top comedians and star wars fans and yes it is confirmed Inverted commas, George Lucas will be returning to drop his verdict on Rogue One. You can get tickets to just the movie, the movie and the podcast, or if you're coming from Melbourne City, there is a bus film podcast ticket. You can get the bus from the city with a group of amped up Star Wars fans. There is nothing like seeing a new Star Wars film in a packed cinema with your own kind. It is the best. Do not miss it. If you're in Sydney, we will be live podcasting doing another reaction at 2pm at the Chippendale Hotel on Saturday the 17th of December with a I Love Green Guard Letters comedy podcast on directly after that. Double tickets are available to save a bit of cash. And then Brisbane on the 18th of December, Sunday afternoon, 2pm, we'll be at the bright side with a Rogue One reaction for you guys. Different guests at 
each show. Not that that matters because you're in different states, except for the crazy people that I know who have already bought plane tickets to go to multiple reaction podcasts. The best. What a time to be a Star Wars fan. Don't miss these super fun live events. I will see you there. Tickets and info are at steelwars.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.